Hello everyone, I'm Izzy Wells and welcome to Hot Stuff, where we discuss current hot topics that we think deserve your attention. From social issues to popular culture, we'll be keeping you updated on relevant and unique talent-related content every Tuesday. From Taipei food guides to night out itineraries, our guests today have all your Taiwan needs met with their travel, lifestyle and fashion-related Taiwan content. Chances are you've probably come across it when scrolling on Instagram and TikTok. I'm very excited to be joined by Susie and Austin today to talk about their journey pursuing content creation and to hear their top finds and tips for Taiwan. Welcome to Hot Stuff, Susie and Austin. Hi guys. Hello. Thank you for having us. <laughs> Thank you for being here. We're so excited. Yeah, it's our, our first time on a podcast, so. And yeah, yeah, I'm very excited that it's your first with me. So currently, you're both based in Taiwan, and you're pursuing content creation full time. Now let's first chat about how you both ended up here in Taiwan and your ties to this place. Susie, nice. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so how did you end up in Taiwan? I'll start. So um, as you may know, I'm half French, half Taiwanese, and I've basically been coming to Taiwan ever since I'm born. So I would I would come like every year to visit my family, um, and especially after my eight nine years old, I would spend my summer vacations here. Uh, that's how I got to speak Chinese. So <laughs> thanks, mom and dad. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's basically uh, how I uh, would come to Taiwan every year. So you still have like family here? Yeah, yeah, I still have uh, my entire family from my mom's side. Oh, nice. And Austin, what about you? Uh, pretty much the same thing. Both of my parents are Taiwanese, and I would grow up coming back every once, every couple of years as well. So, and you know, just to visit relatives as well. And what were your memories like of Taiwan growing up, coming here for summers and oh, things? Man, I think you know, to be honest, like when I was younger, I didn't really enjoy coming back. Yeah, because like, that's what I've heard from the people. It's yeah, like, oh, yeah. we have to, you know, go halfway across the world, and you just right, want to be right. where you are for the summer or whatever. But. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So like when I was younger, I, I remember the first time I came here. I just remember it being super hot. Yeah. And then I, you know, it was just like going around places and, you know, all my friends are back at home and stuff like that. Mm. So it's like, it, it was different. It wasn't until I got a bit older, maybe I would say like, I don't know, when I reached my 20s, it was like, oh, okay, Taiwan is a lot of fun. And it was like, I started to enjoy it a lot more and I started mm. wanting to come back every so often yeah i'm sorry i have to say that it's not really the same for me <laughs> no but it's uh it's different because like i have a big family here in taiwan so i would be very excited to come back actually and like see my grandmother grandfather and like all my cousins here it would be the only time in the year that i would be able to see them so mm. i get what you mean though because all your friends will be spending their summer holidays together like for me in france right, right. and they will always be like oh let's go there together a week and i'm like like, oh, I'm not there. I'm going to be in Taiwan. So I get it. Like, I wouldn't miss that part too. But at the same time, I would be, like, very excited to come back here. But that's true that it would be, like, crazy hot. Like, yeah. yeah, yeah. I still summer struggle here. with, like, the summers. Yeah. I didn't go on forever. <laughs> it's tough. It's tough. And you guys have a very cute story of how you met. So you met in Taiwan. Yes. Tell me <laughs> yes. tell me about the story, how you met. Do, do you want me to tell it? Go ahead. Okay, all right. Um, so we were studying Chinese last year. Both of us were in Taiwan. We were at NTNU at Sada and we were in the same class. Yep. And so we met there and it was so it was a lot of fun because we had a good group, our class. We would kind of like hang out all the time. Almost so we were, every day. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so we would get lunch together, we would get dinner together, we would go to the night markets, we would 
you know, do all sorts of things together. So we were spending a lot of time together, and then I think just gradually, you we'll know, build a connection. Yeah, we we got closer, and we we actually started jogging together. Yeah, after. I think it started with jogging, just the two of us, because the other one would be just lazy, and yeah, then yeah. we would start to hang out. That's more. impressive. I don't. I feel like I would not go jogging with someone I fancied. <laughs> That's very true. I would be like sweating. I would be yeah. oh no. <laughs> <laughs> That's the worst decision. <laughs> no, but yeah, it was it was a lot of fun, and then uh, yeah, now who made the first move? Who made the first move? Do you want to say? <laughs> uh, tell the truth, it's mine. <laughs> I mean, Susie, Susie was very uh, persistent. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> You're unbelievable. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I would say Susie made the first move. Yeah. Now you know yeah. all our secrets. Yes, yes. Jeez. <laughs> and now here we are. Right? Yeah. Is it funny to think about? the first impression the first time you met mm. to think now what you guys are for sure yeah definitely i didn't i mean especially like considering the long distance like her being from france mm. me being from new york and then you know not knowing when how things would work out mm. like but also we mm. would have i mean different culture for sure like i'm from france i'm not arrogant <laughs> i have to <laughs> say <I'm, laughs> it's a it's a pressure we, we say in french but uh no i mean we would have different culture but at the same time we will have very similar belief and values has there been any clashes then in, in terms of you know, america i mean brits <laughs> brits and um french people famously don't get on or like uh-huh. we have we have clashes right I think that's just like history and Um, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Have we we had like cultural thing? I mean, I don't, I I can't really recall. Except from you not liking cheese, but (laughs) I I like cheese. What are you doing, Austin? It's just you know, it it takes a while. Doesn't like the stinky cheese. All right. Yeah. (laughs) Actually, there is one thing. Tell us. I would say because. Europeans don't really use AC a lot. Mm, oh yeah. my god! And Americans, we love this. AC. You know, so we need the AC. <laughs> I think that's our biggest fight of all yeah, time, yeah, and yeah. it's like every single day because, like, obviously here we use a lot of AC. Yeah. But like at night, for example, I like to, you know, in France we just open the windows mm. and that's enough for us, and we don't really have that much AC. It's especially in apartments. But right. for Austin, like, you don't switch on the AC, then he cannot sleep. You know, <laughs> so it's too. It's, it's a Especially nightmare here. for both of us. <laughs> That's funny. Well, the UK doesn't really need it anyway because it's so cold. But um, yeah, we don't have AC. But when we do have it, we go away. And my parents hate using the yeah, AC. They're like, right? don't like this is like anything but turning on the See, AC. We have something in common. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I would say that's about it. Yeah. yeah well, yeah. I think that's alright. That's yeah, yeah, definitely yeah. worse it's things right. to get right. disagree <laughs> over. <laughs> Leaving behind your lives mm. in Paris and New York and moving to the other side of the world, like coming back mm. to pursue content creation full time. Like that is a big decision. How did the idea come about? Actually, so I remember the first time we actually brought it up. It just ca- kind of came up in conversation as a joke. And I was in France at the time. Yeah, we and, were traveling. Right. In a bit. Yeah, we were around the beach. And then it just kind of came up as an idea like, oh, wouldn't it be funny if we, you know, we should start doing this or something like that. And even though it came up as a joke in my head, it still kind of made sense. And I was like, mm. actually, that's not a bad idea. But then it wasn't until I think later on when Susie was, we were back in Paris and Susie was working and she was considering like a career change that we started to kind of take it more seriously. And then 
that's kind of like when we started to yeah. discuss more and you know do some research and stuff like that so yeah. i mean i was working in fashion and my contract was coming to an end so i had this decision like am i gonna continue working in fashion in paris or do i want like i've always wanted like since i graduated to do something that has to come with entrepreneurship and the thing is i didn't want to wait too late like i wanted to do it still at a young age like i didn't want to wait until like we already i already have a family and you know you already set up and 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 everything so i mean yeah it started to get more serious at that point where i was like if i really want to do something for myself like let's just do it now is kind of the good time you know mm. especially doing this together as a couple you know like i was doing marketing basically so it came up pretty naturally that you would take care of the creativity and right. uh, everything related to content and i would take uh, mostly the business part the marketing part of uh, of the job and what were you doing before austin so uh I, i'm still working uh, my job allows me to work from home oh, uh, nice. i work as a songwriter uh, oh cool yeah, uh that's all right <laughs> but um yeah so i'm I'm still i'm still doing that uh i'm blessed to be able to work from home and work from anywhere so nice and i guess mm-hmm. the great thing about content creation as well is that you get to mm-hmm. travel and you have right. a load of freedom to right. do what you want to do yeah for sure and um was this something that you had to plan quite a bit in advance in terms of like financially because, you know, I see you guys doing amazing stuff <laughs> and, and some people might think, oh, like, how do you yeah. even get to that point of being able right. to pursue content creation and, like, put your all into it? Right. So, I mean, I guess once I went back to New York and Susie was still in France, we still had a couple of months before we actually came to Taiwan. So I would say we did have about, like, maybe, like, four months of preparation yeah. time where we mm-hmm. were just researching a lot of market research yeah like just like what kind of content we were going to be making like how content creation works and how are we going to like make money or anything like that just what kind of content we want to do right 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 we were just trying to prepare as much as possible and on top of that also just preparing financially as well because you know we didn't know what to expect and how things were going to go so we wanted to be prepared as much as possible yeah you yeah. you for sure need to get some some savings and you cannot just jump in uh, from a day to another like you right, need you right. need to have a backup yeah i mean to do something well anything takes requires a lot of yeah. planning right and you started then making that content back in april of this year and you built up a following in a relatively short period of time what would you say the biggest challenge has been when you first started out on this content creation journey? I think the biggest challenge, and Austin can confirm, I'm pretty sure, mm. is to be consistent. Because mm. when you start uh, social media, and especially when it's, you know, start from zero, scratch, you need to post every day. Uh, you need to be super consistent. You need to be, therefore, really, like, organized and schedule, you know, batch content. Like, what am I going to shoot this week? And here is the time that I have to for editing so i think the key point is to organize and adapt because it's really new you know right Mm. right i think just being organized with our schedule our time and also just like i think for the content like getting into the groove of creating content every day Mm -hmm. and posting every day but at the same time still providing quality and Mm. 
value in our videos and everything. It's a lot yeah. of work. Yeah. Yeah, right. it, it, it takes some time. It takes some time. That's for sure. And who's yeah. more organized out of the two of you? Oh, for sure, Susie. For sure. So she's the one that organizes our schedule, organizes everything, and I just... I just take care of the filming, and then that's it. And then I'll just, you know, I just do the videos. Yeah, yeah I'm a little freak. Not a freak, but like I, I tend to, uh, you know, like everything to be very like well organized and scheduled, and like you know, and I like to know where I'm going. Yeah. When you started out, you must have had to experiment with different styles, different kinds of content. Right. Was there anything that you found? worked particularly well or didn't work at all i think in in terms of like content wise like you know we prepared so we knew that we were coming to taiwan to make content about mm. taiwan so topic wise we kind of had a general idea but then style wise of course you know the good thing about starting fresh is that we could try anything mm -hmm. right and then so we tried short form content long form content doing voiceovers doing like lists or trends or anything music right? video like right. short yeah. stuff like that and um I feel like for us, on average, the long form content with voiceover does the best on mm -hmm. average. Um, mm -hmm. I think it's because it's just more engaging to kind of like hear a story and then people want to like... Yeah, storytelling yeah, works and, very well. Right. And just like knowing all the details about some place. It's just, it's just more engaging content. You know? But at the same time, the, the short video also performs well. Uh, like an example would be, we made a video about like night out itinerary. Mm -hmm. And it's it's basically like three different spots that you can go uh, if you're looking out to like nightlife in Taipei. Mm -hmm. And that actually did pretty well. And it's a short video with music behind, right? But I think in the end, what people are interested to look at is like an information. Like they want to watch mm. your video and basically at the end of the video they learn something or yeah they get out of of it with something that they learn i mean like actually it's very funny if you yeah. want to tell the the story yeah. behind this video yeah so the funny thing about that <laughs> video is that like i had a friend visiting from new york and i took him out and then while we were out that was exactly what we did that night and so i just took a genuine oh, video right. you know i took okay. a few i took a few clips here and there and then the next week the video was at, at like 100k or something like that, and we'll that i think that just proves authenticity that that night out austin actually really went to the spot he would go to whenever yeah. he will go out right. and i think maybe people also like the fact that it was authentic in a sort of way yeah mm. that's cool and i guess as well that genuine like that's your experience right. yeah and right exactly i guess the longer form content i feel like the algorithm also likes to push it a bit more yeah. i've heard on tiktok at least right True. and like that's a whole nother thing like mm. kind of like understanding like instagram and tiktok algorithm. Yeah. i mean I, of yeah. course we, we're still learning we're still trying to figure it out or i don't like i don't know but um yeah it seems like the long form content does kind of work better it does. you know mentioning the algorithm stuff do yeah. you ever think like I, I don't know, I see a video being like, oh, um, Instagram or TikTok are now pushing this kind of content. Mm. Do you ever like follow along with, with that and then, you know, mold your content to that? Or are you just making what you want? I think if you're talking about like trends that mm. are like kind of like popular on Instagram and TikTok, I think we do try to kind of reshape our content to fall within a trend. Say if it's like trending music or a trending way of presenting an idea or a video or anything like that so yeah we have experimented with that i think it would be more of the music maybe like there's mm -hmm. a trending music so we would use it but the right. content itself would still be 
I mean us, and we、right. will we'll try to like make it as authentic as possible.、Mm. Yeah. What's your favorite type of content to make? Our favorite type, I think we enjoy all the, all、yeah. of the content that we make. <laughs> I think just because like okay, when we're going out, we're doing things that we enjoy. We're experiencing new things together, like, and then we're filming it as well. So、yeah. like everything is enjoyable. But I think in terms of like being able to be creative, I would say maybe like our. The fashion videos kind of like allow us、mm, to yeah, because he can really play with it a little bit more.、Yeah. Also, I think it's just also because like we are both interested in fashion, yeah, so it's、sure. kind of like yeah, I love the one where it's like you pick out each other's outfits,、yeah. right, 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 something like that. Something <laughs> yeah, we've been、like、loving、that. doing this. Yeah, <laughs> but everything is very like enjoyable to to film, like from hotels, you know, to any food addresses.、Yeah. It's all like good experience. Also,、right. at the end of the day, and we've talked a bit about that consistency. <laughs> Got really. Have this drive、mm. when you are doing content creation. What would you say drives you both on this journey? Oh, so、I、you、know. go first. <laughs>、um, I I would I think I would say kind of like so content creation. It's we are essentially building a business together, right?、Mm. And I think what motivates us is to be independent, be our own bosses, and to work. Freely as,、yeah. as as we like. On top of that, I feel like also the opportunities that. Come to us, or like the collaborations,、mm-hmm. right? And just working with other brands or other people, places, anything, you know, that also allows us to experience new things. I mean, like even like this,、mm, right?、Yeah. You know, like this kind of opportunity <laughs> to come up here and talk on on a podcast. I mean, it's an amazing experience. Right, right. It's、us. it's very cool for us for to、yeah. like experience that for the first time. What about you, Susie? I think for me, since I'm taking care of the reaching out and like the the relationship with the collaboration, it would be what Austin said about、mm-hmm. this that we we want. To make the best out of it in terms of experience and also in terms of the the brands we're working with.、Mm. Mm. And was there a certain point in this journey、mm-hmm. when you started get more people reaching out to you, wanting to like collaborate or、mm-hmm. all those kinds of things? Yeah, I mean, I think it's still early for us,、mm. but once we started to get reached out to like places to start wanting to work with us,、yeah. it was like, oh. This is this is cool, yeah.、Right? And, you know,、um, and I think also, I mean, it makes sense that the more content we're building,、uh, and the bigger audience we're thankfully getting, that we're getting more and more reached out. I've also seen a lot of stuff on、mm. like Instagram and people basically encouraging. Others to make stuff on social media, do like content creation. Yeah, you don't actually have to have a huge following no, to, you, you know, do stuff with brands or like start earning money on social media, which、right. I think is a cool thing and definitely. I mean, you guys have、yeah. grasped that opportunity. <laughs> Are there ever any days where you wake up and you're like, oh god, I don't want to have to film <laughs> today, or any any times you're like, oh, can we just have a rest, have a chill day today? <laughs> I mean, that's why we try to maybe batch a little, so、mm. maybe. Maybe we would say Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday we film, you know. So I would organize maybe an activity for us to do、uh, Monday afternoon and Tuesday morning. We're going to display. So we will try to have maybe couple days where we shoot, and so that allows Austin then to focus on the editing and me to focus on on the on the business, on the reach out, and on like all the. Business that we can work with. That's how we would do it, so that we we're not like, oh no, today we don't have anything to post. We absolutely need to film something.、Oh, but don't today, I don't feel like it. Like it's normal. It's、yeah. only human、right. to not feel like it sometimes. Like sometimes you just want to be 
at home and working on your stuff. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so planning is essential. <laughs> right, right. And in terms of platforms, in terms of platforms, mm-hmm. you're, you guys are Instagram and TikTok yeah. at the right. moment. Which one, if you had to choose Instagram or TikTok? I mean, we would say Instagram, but it's also because in some, some sense, we feel a little closer with our community on Instagram, but not that we don't feel close with our community on TikTok. It's more that, for example, we, we receive messages almost no, basically every day on Instagram and we're chatting with our audience every single day. Whereas on TikTok, it's a little harder, I would say. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we also post stories every day on Instagram so people can really follow our day and our journey every day. Uh, whereas TikTok, I know we, you can post also stories now, but it's a little different, I would say. Yeah, I think it's just easier to be engaged with your audience on Instagram over TikTok. Yeah, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Will you guys, do you think, be branching into, I know you've got shorts and stuff on mm-hmm. YouTube, but would you be branching out into like making your own YouTube videos, do we you think? We do want, to, I mean, I really want to do right. vlogs and do more longer videos and people have been asking us yeah, to do I've like. Yeah, I've seen as well, like, when are you gonna go yeah. into YouTube? We do want to, I mean, I think we will get there eventually right. in the time. Right. It's just Austin has a lot to do already yeah. with all the reels and everything, but we'll definitely get there. We'll get a camera. We'll be vlogging. Maybe I'll take care of the editing of the vlogs, but we should. Right, right. I think it all just comes down to timing. And then like. And I think also the more we'll be traveling through Asia or anywhere in the world, I kind of want to also, you know, like... Have like, the memories. Yeah, exactly. Right, right, right. Well, I think that's that's a nice thing about mm. if you do vlog as well. I mean, same right. with your reels though yeah. as well. Right. Like, it's also your own diary exactly. of right. stuff that you've done, places right. you've been. Exactly. That's why I love it so much. It's, it's almost like our journal, you know? Right, right. Yeah. Sometimes we look back on just kind of like scroll down. Just yeah. Like, oh, we were doing this, you know, like this is fun. Like, yeah, yeah, no, super cool. And where would you say most of your followers and community mm-hmm. are based? So uh, two of our biggest audiences are from Taiwan and the U.S. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I think just naturally because, you know, we're in Taiwan. So an like our, a percentage of our audience is going to come from Taiwan. But I think also from the U.S., I think a good amount of our audience is Taiwanese American, mm-hmm. kind of like me. And then, you know, they're also looking for what to do when they're coming exactly. back and stuff like that yeah, so, yeah yeah i mean it all only makes sense that we have a good amount also in the u.s because our contact is in english so right, right. you you will have like english speakers but I, I think also any like foreigners like through the world that are planning to come in taiwan like we receive messages every day people saying oh thank you like that helped me you know planning uh, my my itinerary in taiwan so we right. also have a lot of foreigners not only from the u.s but right just yeah taiwanese people who are living outside of taiwan even Taiwanese people like yeah, yeah, like yeah, people you know, coming not, not, to travel yeah, exactly. in yeah, Taiwan. Just, I the same with this podcast, and mm-hmm. that its top is Taiwan and then yeah. the US. US. Okay. Yeah, exactly. cool. We've kind of covered it, mm-hmm. but yeah. what do you think draws people mm-hmm. to your to your content? Do you think there's something about you guys as well being a couple and people like watching that kind of content? I don't know. Like I, mean, I would hope so. Like maybe. Like yeah. Yeah, I think like we we talked a little uh, about this. Uh, so I think people that are just planning to travel in Taiwan, they will look at our reels, and it will give them an idea of like where to visit, what places to go to, and mm-hmm. what activities you can do. Because like it, it's a bit of a shame that you know 
people don't know so much about Taiwan. Uh, sure. Oh, they wouldn't know like all the activity. It's it's this country is so rich. You know, you have so many things to do, like from hiking to like the beach and the city. Like it's just super convenient. So I, I mm. guess like we that's what we're trying to show to show and showcasing yeah. in our in our videos. Right. And it's true that we also do some couple like videos or <laughs> or yeah. unless like date ideas, we yeah. like to do those videos yeah. where we yeah. show people like cute ideas or like any date that they, if they're looking for something like a lot of comments were like we, we started with the Mew Crown so it's that's a movie theater where you can sit like a, a pair by oh, person. yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, right. so it's like kind of a bed yeah. and uh, people were <laughs> like oh my god yeah, <laughs> exactly and so people were like oh my god we need like more date ideas and so now we kind of started this trends where it's like things to do and date ideas right. uh, and yeah people have been enjoying that yeah I love <laughs> I love that that story those yeah. series of Thank videos you. Thank you. I mean it's basically just me you know thinking about stuff things to do with my boyfriend and then we're like <laughs> why don't we just show to people <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah yeah and you touched upon that about showcasing taiwan yeah. and people don't know that actually taiwan has so much to exactly. offer right. and maybe if they're traveling to east asia people will go to like japan mm-hmm. korea exactly but taiwan's not really on the list mm-hmm. so i think it's great as well that you guys are making this content and letting you know showing people how great taiwan is and what would you say then the most valuable thing is that you've learned about mm-hmm. yourself during this process? I think one of the things that I've learned during this process is how important communication is. And just in ter- not, not only in terms of like me communicating with Susie about the business, our relationship, anything like that, but also just like communicating with other brands, other people, communicating ideas through content and everything like that yeah Yeah, I I mean for me it's uh, about the same thing and especially like I've been always like comfortable with people but I think in the professional party it's it can be a little different and I found out about myself that I'm also okay you know like to be social and within the the professional party and I've just like figured out that I'm I'm just so happy to like build a long-term partnership with with some brands and like build a long re- long-term relationship I would right, say right, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. That was the end of part 1 of my interview with Susie and Austin it was a super fun interview I hope you enjoyed listening to it too and there'll be an accompanying video so a video interview that'll be out on our YouTube on Friday our channel's called RTI English so stay tuned for that in the meantime go check out Susie and Austin on Instagram I'll put all the details in the description box below and you can all get excited for part two which will be out next week so I will see you then bye